See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Hola, compadres. ¿Cómo estás? ¿Cómo estás? Muy bien. ¿Dónde es Slow Robot a Gogo? Aquí. Aquí está Slow Robot a Gogo. Wow. Those are things that we said and can't be unsaid. Hi, my name's Mal. With me as always, Dr. Morbius. And this is Slow Robot a Gogo, show 178. That's a lot of show. The show that brings you happiness and joy. What do they say? That's a hundred more than the original Star Trek. Isn't the original yeah, Star Trek the original 70, Star Trek was like seventy. It was three seasons oh, okay. of uh, of uh, excitement and greatness and overacting. We love it. All right. So, uh, what do we got going on today, man? What did I? Wa- are you saying did I watch anything? Is that, that what you're that's saying? The, that's a way of saying that. Yep. Um, I hate to say this, but no, Uh-oh. I didn't. No. I'm no. sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I only watched one thing. I think I watched another one, but I can't remember it. Beer time. No, actually, I didn't have any beer last week. Oh All my right. god! Wow. So, yeah. No I wonder. I know the, the the beer the beer stocks plummeted last week, and they're trying to figure out why. Yeah, but don't man. worry. I'm gonna it'll they'll make a triumphant comeback this week. You know, I was gonna put all my money in beer, and then you stop drinking. What the hell is that all about? Don't worry. I, it's gonna happen. A triumphant again. comeback is is only hours away. Let, let me know beforehand so I can tell my guy at you know yeah. <laughs> Lehman Brothers to like you know yes yeah invest me heavily in Schlitz. You know. Malt liquor or whatever. Oh, or Pabst God. Blue Ribbon or whatever. Heineken. Heineken. Yeah. F Heineken. We're drinking Pabst Blue Ribbon. St. Pauli Girl. Yeah. Did you ever drink Corinne? That was a Japanese beer. Oh, of course, Corinne yeah. beer. Of course you did. Yeah. I, actually, I toured the Asahi uh, Brewing Plant when I was in Japan. Asahi. <laughs> so cool. I have a little. I have. A, I bought one of their engraved Zippo lighters nice. there and everything. Yeah. Yeah, hey, there you go, man. I was tourist and play and bought like expensive things when I was there a little bit. Not not crazy, but the, a Zippo lighter engraved with Asahi and all the all the yeah. logo and everything ain't cheap. I'll put it that way. So hey, this is a slow robot. Have a beer. Listen to our show. It doesn't matter if you're in a work cube or whatever. Just have sure. a beer anyway. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Get fired on our account. Hell yeah! You know whatever you want to do. Snort, uh, smoke, drink. You got it. Wow. Yes. This is a crazy. This is a crazy show. Crazy. We're nuts. We're <laughs> nutty. So what did you watch, man? Before I watched we get into more contact. Trouble, what's that? The Jodie Foster. Oh, Jodie. The going into the this, uh, uh, where Jody. she they built like some thing to go to. She somewhere. She believed that right. We could contact other you know other uh, beings. A, a, other beings with uh with with radio frequencies. But then she like spent her life doing it, and everyone's like, "Per harumph, you're dumb for doing that." But then she did it, and they found something, and then it sent back a a, a way to make a porthole, <laughs> and then they made one, but a religious fanatic blew it up, but they secretly had made a second one in uh, Japan. Just in case. So it's this weird thing where it makes this huge spinning. It looks like remember those gyrosco- uh, gyroscopes yeah, yeah, from when we were kid. So it makes one of those, and you drop a, a a person into it, and as they pass through it, they um. They get they go through like a wormhole. It's like a Stargate kind of thing. Stargate. It was okay. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I thought I was gonna laugh at it and hate on it, but uh, it it was all right. You know, I really I liked Jodie Foster, but then she, then I kind of didn't like her for a while. Not like you know like just like her the the, the roles she was doing. Not not like mm. her personally. You know, I meant the the role she was playing. Uh, but it, she's a she's a fine actress. I, you know, I don't know what to say. It, it was okay. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, uh, yeah. It was not enough space, too much talky talky, and too much. Uh, and it had uh, oh, not Owen Wilson. Yeah, maybe it was Owen Wilson. One of the Wilsons, I can't remember. Uh, uh, who was being super smarmy, you know, uh, real guy. He's really weird, but he always is. Well, you know, you know how much I. How, when was that movie from? Early two thousands or nineties? No, I think it was like late nineties. Late nineties. I think okay. I could be wrong, but I think it was from the nineties. Well, you know, harumph harumph. I hate yeah. new movies. So. <laughs> Did you see I put that in the show notes for the yeah, one week? I was uh-huh. like, Al admits that he hates all new movies. Harumph so. harumph. Get off my lawn, you stupid kid. With your pagers and your baggy pants and your pagers and baggy pants and your low your bell bottoms and your peace and love crap and your hippy dippy crap and your Fonzie and all that. On a very serious and sad note, we did lose. Yes, we did. Uh, Roddy Roddy Piper yes, last did. night. 
Yeah, we sure did. Sucks. Sixty-one um, years young, man. Yeah. Well, he lived a rough life. You know? Yes, he did. He got beat up a lot, and you know, ingested a lot of things. That he uh, yeah, have. it wasn't just beer on his. No, uh, no, <laughs> he no. was crazy. I think he was honestly crazy, no. but in a, in a fun way. I'm not saying I'd like to spend a weekend at the guy's house, you know, because he was kind of off the charts. But uh, yeah, loved his movies, man. Every yeah. movie we've seen him in was awesome. Yeah, the Frog Town. What was it? Uh, Hell comes to Frog They Town. live, you know. They live was, was his, just uh, oh, that was iconic. Yeah, it's kind of sad, man. Yeah, you sad. Know? I was like, but, no, but you know, the wrestlers. You know, we've talked about it before. They got a hard shoot. life, man. It's a hard life. It's, it's anyway. even Dusty. It's, we lost, and now him. And like it used to be, like old school guys were hard life. And the, and as it as it progressed, it got better and better. Like modern day NFL players aren't facing the same trials and tribulations as the older ones. You know, no. they got destroyed and got no help and got no money. So now it's like they're being more proactive and like, oh, helping them along, helping them with their injuries. That's not the way it is in wrestling. No, the the, the old guys died, the '80s guys died, the new guys are dying. Like it doesn't, it, it hasn't leveled off where they're like, no, no, we're really helping our guys out. You know, they don't. Uh, no, and you know, I, I you know, it's livestock. Like, they treat them like livestock, kind of. <coughs> Sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, now I don't know what to say. I, I, I can't take this anymore. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, anyway, what I'm saying is, there's a lot of like, you know, talking about football. You know, a lot of people, a lot of dads don't want their kids to get into football anymore. You know, and yeah. it's kind of sad. You know what I mean? Because it's like, well, so they're they're going into they're going to soccer. So now they're going yeah. to acting school so they can learn to flop better, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they do half the days are in, in acting school so they can learn to better act better, and then the other d- couple days are, like, running around in a field. Because in life, there's nothing better than to know than how to flop. Yep. That's the secret to life, how to <laughs> flop. That's because we flop every week when yeah. we do these shows. Oh, yeah. and, okay. and, and believe me, if you think the shelf life and, 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 and a wrestler has a rough life, a podcaster has an even rougher life. Let me tell you, it's <laughs> tough to do these shows every week, and we're all beat up and tired. Oh, yeah, and, man, you know, come living, and we're like, oh, we must, yeah. we must move, put four John. I mean, I take some HGH before I do the show, and you know, do a few like you know, roids and stuff like that, just nice. so I can like entertain all of you for free for hours on end. Yes. All right. Well, let's go to the trailer break, and then we'll hours come back. on end. That sounds painful. Yes, it depends on which end. And depends, uh, <laughs> undergarment. <laughs> Anyway, so we're going to go to a trailer break. When we come back, we're getting right to it. Possession, baby. Wow. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Mark of the Devil. The desecration of human mammals less than 300 years ago. It's your sacred duty to tell us the truth. Confess, confess that you've been guilty of witchcraft. Tortures pitting human appendages against the strength of cold, brutal steel. The rack, the claw, the tongs. Devices that made death a welcomed pleasure. Every torture device authentic, actually used at one time. Mark of the Devil. Positively the most horrifying film ever made. Guaranteed to upset your stomach. This city is now being flooded with stomach distress bags. No one will be allowed in the theater auditorium without these free bags. Also available at the theater box office. Mark of the Devil. All ages admitted. Parental guidance suggested. Welcome to the house of Madame Kitty, the most exclusive house of pleasure in Berlin. Everybody who is anybody in Nazi Germany is here. And aren't Madame Kitty's girls beautiful? They will do anything for you. But I will tell you a secret that none of the men here know. All the rooms are bugged, and all the girls work for the Gestapo. Transamerican Films presents Madame Kitty, a true story, rated X. And now, it is time to say goodbye, Dr. Evil's orders. Which, for you, is bad news bears. Walter Matthau. All right, so yay for Mark of the Devil and Madam Kitty. Oh, Mark of the Devil. Oh, those are two horrible movies, And man. yay for Shout of the Devil from uh, Motley Crue. Oh, Mark of dun, the Devil is that dun, one where they... Dun, 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 dun. Shout d- at the Devil. D- that's Mark of the Devil is the one where back in the day it was like... 
well, back in the day, like in the 70s, where when things were cool or when mm. things were rotten, <laughs> take your pick. That was the one where they was like, oh, the woman gets things were tongue. paneled. Yeah, <laughs> wood panel. Oh, I miss wood paneling. <laughs> anyway, they they that's one where they pull the woman's tongue out of her mouth in one of the in one of the torture scenes. It's not that graphic. Yeah. It's it's been done worse since oh, or whatever. Yeah. But that was and that's the movie, the infamous movie where they gave out a free barf bag if you went in. <laughs> not nice. only that, but apparently. I'm not sure. Our, our buddy Joust was a movie usher at some point. I think he said he was an usher for that movie. Either he was an usher that movie or he saw it when he was a kid at his local theater. I mean, he must have been like 13 or something. Nice. So good for him. Yeah, awesome. You know, so anyway, yeah, All right, so what one. are we watching this week? What's our first movie? Okay, our first movie is another in the long line of great, quote-unquote, Al Adamson classics, quote-unquote. And this would be from 1978, The Possession... Of Nurse Sherry. Yes, it was. Also known as Nurse Sherry, also known as Hospital of Terror, also known as Black Voodoo. You name it, they it, named they it. They named it that, yeah. It, for every various different companies. Sadly, I just found out that I that I got a edited version of it because I was like, well, this is sad because uh, now I'm heartbroken. I could. Well, you seen will. I will give you the. Uh, I will give you the real deal. Now, this isn't being misogynist. This woman, and she she uh, makes sure you notice... Jill Jacobson. Jill Jacobson has the largest breasts ever seen on screen, I think. <laughs> uh, and they are just... Now, in my version, you never saw them, so, no. you know. But, I mean, they're gigantic, and she makes sure she accentuates them by yeah, her posture does. and her yeah, standing. It's basically like, look at these, boys. <laughs> anyway, Special there's the devil, or whatever, you know. Special like, effects, who needs that when you've got these? Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, she uh, she went on to a bigger and better things. You yeah, know, she's be, very famous. She was on uh, well, Falcon Crest. Not and very famous, but she's done she's a, a well-known actress. She was mm-hmm. on uh, Deep Space Nine, and th- th- she had a career unlike most of the others. You know, th- there are people in this movie from uh, Black Samurai. You know, the 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 cult leader. He was the uh, the rich <laughs> cult leader. He's Bill Roy. He's playing cult leaders all the time in Black Samurai, and then. The black girl, Marilyn Joy, was the girl in Black Samurai. That was his concubine or his yeah. woman there. Or That'd whatever. be funny if, like, he played like a cult leader in all these movies, and in reality, he was like an FBI agent that was trying to infiltrate cult leaders. That would be and awesome. And that was like, he, like it was just some big espionage cover up. That's uh, hard. That, that would be a script. Let's well, work on the screen for the Bill Roy story. He was actually that's like uh, that's <laughs> and he's like, like using his influence to get into the actual cults to bring them down from the inside. Bring them down, man. He's a hard nosed cop. He drinks a lot and swears. And his his captain's had it with his shenanigans. <laughs> Tonight on ABC, on the love boat. <laughs> he comes out, and the captain's like, Rabble, 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 you, rabble, 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 I've had it with your shenanigans and your... Well, it's like that Chuck... by your own rules. It's like that Chuck Bear's book where he claims he was a CIA while he was doing the go- the, the gong show or whatever. You know, um, it's yeah, like, that's, yeah, whatever. And they made a movie out of and it, And the too. Price is Right girl says her husband was some... Hitman or yeah, not Hitman yeah, something. Yeah, that's right. I didn't know about that. I forgot. Some about weird that. thing where it, like he's gone or she, she, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I forgot about that. But yeah, all these game show uh, uh, conspiracy theories or whatever. I don't know. Sure, man. why not? You know. But at, at anyway, back to our movie. Yes, yes, Joe Jacobson has one of the one of the better uh, you know racks in, uh, in 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 any of our movies that we watched so far. I mean, we haven't watched Double Agent. 78 yet with Chesty Morgan but when we do you'll even see bigger ones. <laughs> I like ones. how it's like when we do. It's not if or you know when we do watch that when one we which do. will be soon. Because I'll, yeah. like, I'll like sneak it in there now that you know what it is you can go no. But, like, yeah. Okay come on Chesty. Because that, that movie that, I should have used that movie for one of our that, it wouldn't have won the uh, our show you know the what verses, we, the verses because because of her, you know, humongous booze, but it is totally been like horrible. Ten, ten, it, is, it is totally horrible. Not as uh, was it as bad as our second one? Oh. <laughs> Not, you know the biggest. The, you know what the biggest uh, crime the second one is? It wasn't that it was so bad. It's just it was boring. I couldn't. Even, well, let's we'll go over that because anyway. I have a lot to say about that one. But it'll anyway. take about one minute anyway. <laughs> okay, so, Nurse Sherry. Yes, yes. this <laughs> is this is a. Uh, this is a combination of uh, Al Adamson and Sam Sherman, who did tons of these movies. You know them, you love them, you can't live without them. Had an idea, like way after the fact, that they wanted to do like a nurses movie because they saw like Corman, like in the early '70s, did a t- did a string of student nurses, mm. n- uh, you know, n- student teachers, whatever. So they go, hey, why don't we make a nurse movie? So they had right. an idea 
to do some kind of sexploitation thing or whatever. And so, like, Al Adamson started working on it. And then he said, well, why don't we add some horror? Because I know horror. Carrie's big. Horror sells, you know. You know, and, and, and these guys, I mean, in, in the commentary, Sam Sherman even says, like, you know, some people say we're just imitating, but we're just being commercial. You know, we're just trying to find, make, make a buck. Make money. Yeah. You know, make a buck. One of the things that's... We 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 kind of get on some of these guys a little bit where we make fun of them the, what they're doing, but the reality of it is the reason they make it is because they love film, and they have to make it has to be economically feasible to make another one. Exactly like, right. Th- they're thinking about career, not about am I a tool? Am I ripping people off? Is this exploitation? Um, you know, you got to get the money. Exactly. Because if you don't make money in this one, you ain't making another one. And then you don't have a career in the in the field you love, you know. That's exactly so, right. So, although yes, and I I do very often um, rip rip on these guys, they're doing their best, you know. And and then and they this one actually to me it felt more like they were shooting almost as a um it, it to me it felt like a soap opera or a kind of or like a very kind uh, of you know I don't know a made for TV soap opera ish kind of a thing. Kind of yeah yeah yeah. But then yeah. they interjected some of the other stuff, some of the Satan stuff that would. Would play back then, but now it's a little bit uh, funny. You know? Well, all these movies are going to be dated. I mean, obviously because they're from 1977 or 78. But yeah, they were trying to do a sexploitation movie, and then the the version that you didn't see, which you will see <laughs> soon. Okay, this movie was made, and the original version of it had scenes where, like, you know, she's with another girl, and like, you know, there's like some humor in it, and then was that the blood scene? Where she's no, no, no. It's oh, like okay. pure like oh, sex okay. scenes. Just, just, you're like, just yeah, there, yeah, softcore sex oh, okay. scenes or whatever. Not real explicit, but explicit enough. And when Sam Sherman saw the final movie, he showed it to people, and they were like, "No, this no, this <laughs> like this is not this, gonna this, fly. This, this isn't working." So he it would have got an X back then, probably. It probably would have got an X, and at that point, you're not X enough to be X. Now you're, you're pigeonholed you're no into man's a, land. a bad X or a hardcore R, and you you don't know where it's gonna. N- fall not only that, but it took it it took away from whatever storyline they wanted to tell. So when he watched the movie, not only did he take the softcore stuff out, mm. but he added that beginning sequence, believe it or not, the, sa- the, in, the in the desert, that thing, he added that just to give oh. the movie a little bit more of a, of a side story or whatever. Horror story kind yeah, of Yeah, or whatever, you know, so... It's it's the usual mess that, that they felt, always do. It felt disjointed. And it felt a little on, forced, you know? yeah. But you know what do you expect from these guys? And then <laughs> and then they made the movie, and then like they kept, you know, I think what would usually happen. It seems like from with Sherman and Adamson was Adamson would give him the movie, and Sam Sherman always wanted to read. He's a redo guy. Always wanted to redo <laughs> everything because he, I guess he wanted he stick his get his hand in it because he wasn't the filmmaker, but he I think he wanted to be the filmmaker, so he would redo the movies. And the reality is they were going to sell anyway because. You take them to a drive-in. They need they needed movies to show. They had all these theaters to book. They were they were they were guys that made money for them. They had the cool poster that they could sell. So, I mean, they weren't making like a great movie. But Sam always you know re re remade remodeled everything. And yeah. you know what? It is what it is. You know, it is a movie. It is a movie. It's one of the better yeah. Al Adamson movie. It's one of the last ones that he did with Sam Sherman. But um. Now, did he go on to do much after this? He did a few movies afterwards. He did both Black Samurai, I believe, was mm-hmm, after mm-hmm. this, and there's another one called Doctor Dracula that he did after this. And but his career, I mean, this is '78. His career fizzled out in '82, and then he got into real estate and he made a lot of money. And then, unfortunately, he got murdered, as you know, the story of that. You know, he, wow. Yeah, I'm saying it was it was one of those e Hollywood stories. He got he hired some guy to build a pool, and something happened, and the guy ended up murdering oh, you, him you and burying him that. under the pool and the dude who killed him was found in Clearwater believe it or not wow. and then yeah because they murdered him because he had that money yeah because he, he had some money straight up robbery and, right? there was, yeah. and there was some kind of an altercation I don't know but the guy's in jail now and, Sam, and Al is you know gone but yeah his career kind of died out in 82 you know I think Sam Sherman the producer was important because he actually was able to sell his movies. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If it, if it wouldn't have the... Sam was the salesman, Al was the quote-unquote artist, but they both were artists because they both like interchangeable as well. Well, I know we're going, to, we're going to interview a, a, a local... Uh, yes, we are. A, next a local week. guy in the next week or two. Hopefully we'll have it on there. I'm sure he, he we can ask him a great sure. deal about the, the, the har- how hard it is to get your stuff out there. You know, But, but these local guys... I mean, uh, uh, th- uh, this guy we're going to talk to... Um, he's made his movie for seven thousand dollars. You watch it yet? Not yet. It's pretty. It's pretty amazing what you can do with seven thousand dollars these days. That's what I'm saying, know? though. So that's really awesome. But, but I mean, 
these guys that like Al Adams and Sam Sherman, Sam Sherman, they could they still had avenues where they could get their stuff seen. You know, they had drive-in. Drive-in, stuff like that. And it's really, I think, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about it. I think it's a lot harder now. Like to It get, is harder because you're get, competing against big, big CGI movies and it's yeah, hard to do. Sharknado 8 or whatever the hell. You sci-fi. Know. If sci-fi doesn't take your movie, where are you going to show it at? You know, you're going to stream it. You know, you're going to sell it overseas, hopefully, to some, you know. Yeah, who knows? I th- yeah, that's an interesting topic that we, we, we are going to talk with uh, Sean next week about. And it was something that the guy who introduced us wanted to, you know, to talk about. How do you sell a movie these days? I mean, obviously the the costs have to be really low, but you know, you still have to promote it, you still even, have to distribute even it. Even stuff that has cult status, which is, I don't, don't want to get into that. Yeah. That's a little bit. Uh, cult movies, they all the, some make money, most don't. Yeah. Even the cult movies are like, okay, that one group of people really loves it, and that's it, and they ain't ponying out money. Yeah, that's I mean, th- these guys in this movie, I mean, this Sean's making a movie for seven grand. These guys were, were this this movie. I think it cost them like seventy or eighty thousand. And and in that time, yeah. In that time, and and Al Amson, in order to make money to, sh- to shoot some stuff, Sam said, "Hey, Hal, could you like get a second mortgage on your house and we'll pay you back? Because I need you. We don't want to say you got like twenty grand to be able to shoot more of the movie or part of the movie in order to get the movie made. So that's mm-hmm. how like you know like tight these guys were, and that's how much they wanted to get these movies done. So regardless of how good or bad they are, these this was a labor of love for oh, yeah. some of these people, as opposed to you know nowadays with the big budget, it's just like it's just some guy figuring out like what sells, you know, which yep. which is always the case, as I said before. But it's a little more cynical now, it seems. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. Well, let's Could get be wrong. let's get into it. What's the story? What's the story of the possession of Nurse Here's Sherry? Here's the story yeah. of a lovely lady. We're introduced lady. to the lady. We're introduced to uh, like you know, the nursing staff. Kinda. There's a well, first, like you're saying, first, first there's, there's like a scene in the desert, and there's a cult guy, a and rotting corpse, and he's trying to revive the corpse for this like cult, and he's trying to show that he's a shaman or whatever he can do it. And at some point, he's doing his booga booga, and the corpse starts like kind of reviving, and he goes, "Oh, look, I did it, I did it!" But then, you know, dude has a heart attack. Yeah, and also there was his followers were a group of like eight extras or PAs yeah. that were just like going. Oh, oh, and then he's got his main guy, who's like some, you know, some a black dude or whatever, which slick. shows up in a movie. He's a slick shyster. Yeah, yeah, he's only yeah, there yeah. To, to take people's money. And yeah, that's right, it. right, right. So that that guy dies, and they take him to the hospital, where of course Nurse Sherry's there. And the first thing is they're trying to they're trying to revive yeah. him. They try to give their punch in him to try to yeah. revive him. Or the whatever. old way of starting a heart, if you remember, was to hit it really hard. Yeah. Well, uh. supposedly he dies. And then, like, his spirit inhabits Nurse Sherry. Because, Just, like, yeah. he's... Later on, you find out that... what I, Well, we'll talk about it later. Later, find out something different. And, like, he, he was talking to her before, and he says, You're the one! You know, so he was kind of like, you know, kind of giving her the whatever, you know. Yeah. And then, we, and then we get to meet the plucky nurse as well. Anyway, and then on the, the, one, uh, the, the one... The one black nurse... Is the sub story is that she's in? She goes, "Oh my God, this great running back, Marcus Washington's here. Yeah, I gotta meet him. He's so great. He's got all the moves, blah blah blah, and all that. And then when she goes to meet him, dude's like got two like the old the old school way of showing people were blind. Where it was like putting like patches over with X's over their eyes, like to hold. Like it was so funny because she walks in and she's really laying down her schmooze. And he's under the blankets, and he's like, he, "Get out of here!" He's like being really mean to he her. Thinks she's a white chick. Yeah, and he's like, "You got to be a, a honky, cause yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no mama would lay down that <laughs> much awesome. crap on me." And he's like saying all that kind of like racist stuff that was just kind of normal in the seventies. Yeah. And and, uh, and now you go, "Oh my god!" If I said that, I'd get shot. No. But uh, and so no. then she's like, "Oh well, you're a big jerk, and I'm not, and go to hell." <laughs> so she leaves, and. Uh, <laughs> And that's like the end of that, but that rekindles. Like he is an integral part of this story. Then you know. But yeah, because we find out later that he's like his just his mama his grandmother was like a voodoo, as a Haiti voodoo princess. And he's got uh, some priestess, wrist, I mean. He's got a wristband that yeah. protects him against the you know the. That's oh, weird. So whatever. So at any rate, no, you know, um, and then the other nurse goes over and like starts. <laughs> having sex with hairy patients. Oh my or god! And that's that's the, one of the one of the that's one of the parts of the exploitation movie that got left in for whatever reason. I yeah, she's she's the, a naughty nurse. Because there's, th- there's three nurses. There's our star, star Sherry, who has been been and going to be possessed by this 
Voodoo, <laughs> the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, then, then, then there's the the black nurse who's just with uh, the running back who can't see now, whose his career's over and harumph. And then yeah, because he gets in a car accident and glass, <laughs> two glass pieces blinded and went in his eyes. The statistical probabilities of that are whatever, but whatever. Like so then, uh, and then the third one who is the naughty nurse. She's more middle aged, I guess, but she yeah, just, she's a little old. She just has sex with people, you know. Well, yeah. one guy at, le- at least, uh, and he is the, uh, the hairiest of hairies. Like I guess in the <laughs> in the seventies, that was okay uh, to be not manscaped. So, <laughs> yeah, well, so yeah. it's, and she's she's you know, and so she's having sex with this guy and whatever, and it's like very odd. Yeah, it was very odd. But Nurse Sherry is also she's dating the head doctor, who is very. Uh, like I said, very um daytime TV soap yeah, opera. Yeah, soap opera guy. He's yeah. like, ah, yeah, I'm the I'm Dash the Rip Rock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. He's like, well, Sherry, I'll invite you three girls to lunch. How about it? You know, they're like, oh, Ooh, yeah, okay, Doctor Cool. Stud, yeah, and you're like, okay. Whatever. So then, like, instead of going to lunch, Nurse Sherry's like driving around in a car in like a daze. She she be hypnotized yeah. and she's like driving around and she goes to like a graveyard where like the you know, weird her possession she, her acting must have gotten way better yeah I think because whew, oh man yeah, yeah her portraying uh, her portraying possession was just like being bug eyed and staring off into space you know yeah well you know so she goes and she goes to the grave of you know the cult leader or whatever and now, now she's now she's possessed and does his bidding and when they come back and the guy's like hey sherry where'd you go you know we, we, oh i don't remember where i went you know so yeah now she's possessed and then she goes on and she kills another one of the other doctors she goes on she she drives she's driving yeah. around another day and she goes to some old guy on the he's farm. a retired guy and right off the bat if you see a pitchfork in a scene that pitchfork's going through somebody there's yeah. no well, unless no you're matter. watching Green Acres and no, nope, no, nope. those really? are the deleted scenes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like those are the delete. No matter what, that pitchfork's being used to kill somebody. It's yeah. What is it? Chekhov's gun. That, <laughs> yeah. You know that, that yeah, the whole yeah. thing. Well, if you see a pitchfork, someone's yeah. It's getting like in Star Trek, if they're wearing a red uniform, they're <laughs> yep. dead. You know, that's dead. Like, yeah, uh-huh. dead. So she's like goes and she talks to the guy, and I guess he was one of the doctors and. Like as she turns, the guy turns around to do something. She grabs a pitchfork and she does. I mean, that's about the goriest scene yeah. in this movie. And that, that was because he he laughed at the 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 bad guy, the guy the guy who's now possessing Nurse Sherry. The, this old, <coughs> excuse me, damn it, this older doctor um like laughed at him or was like you know just you know he he. he he poo-pooed the guy's yeah, the claims guy didn't, the guy of didn't want to grandeur. Get op- the yeah. guy didn't want to get operated because he said, "No, I can cure myself." Or I, I'm I'm super, you know, voodoo guy. I can cure myself. And the guy's like, "Whatever, dude." So then he left. So that's why she kills him. So then, so then Carrie, uh, Sherry, not Carrie. Carrie is a movie that they kind of like Pig took blood. stuff. Yeah. yeah, Sherry comes back and uh, she wants to. She's trying to kill. Uh, Marcus Washington, but then when she comes in the room where she gives him the bug eyes... She stops because he has the the voodoo bracelet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like, oh, okay. So now, like, luckily enough, he's got a voodoo bracelet to protect him. Wow. Couldn't protect him from getting his eyes gouged out by, like, a broken glass car. Well, glass is like Switzerland. It's totally, you know, neutral. Or like that song, Glasses, Glass. I want my babies. <laughs> or like Heart of Glass back. from Blondie. Or Heart of Glass, yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw mm-hmm. Blondie back in 1979. Nice. Anyway, um, the, the band. Yeah. Anyway, so she she doesn't kill him. But then, like, all of a sudden, then she starts, like, the guy goes and sees her, her boyfriend, and she starts talking and possessed voices. You shall voices. not talk, touch yeah. me. which is the voice of that guy. And then there's another side story where the black... The black sidekick of the of the uh, con man guy, he's at home oh, and the yeah, old man starts drunk. like he's getting drunk and the old man starts like you know shutting the doors in his house and like so weird. So then there's his story where he's now trying to find where the body is so he can burn. Yeah, because he knows now that the the guy was true like was right about being uh, being able to possess things and live from the grave. Sure. And he knows the only way to stop him somehow he knows this is to cremate the body. Uh, I don't know, but whatever. So, and then like this guy is trying to run another scam, and like like all around his apartment is like disgusting. Like it's just yeah. it's just like empty beer cans and yeah, chicken yeah. and stuff laying around. You're like, oh, this is disgusting. <laughs> but That's then, the 70s. And he, the guy doesn't kill him. He doesn't kill the guy, but he scares the hell out of him. Yeah. Uh, and I think he knows no one cares because he's drinking out of a flat. He's always drunk, so no one's gonna believe him anyway. But I didn't understand why this guy didn't just kill him. Well, th- but that, then, that so, whole storyline yeah. 
was added later. Oh, okay. It was added later by to Sam Sterling. To flesh it out. They have to, like, we, need a, we need some more We need time, some more. Yeah. And he liked the actor, so he said, let me give him some scenes, so whatever, to make this movie like a little more like a soap yeah. opera. And, I, and right <laughs> after Nurse Sherry goes all all you know crazy on him and talking and speaking in tongues, the doctor goes to a, the local psychi- psychiatrist. Yeah. And the guy psychiatrist is like, well, if she's possessed, she doesn't even know this is happening and things and stuff. Yeah, and exactly. Like, okay, yeah. that's weird too, but whatever, I guess. And then, um, so so then you got this the story where he's trying to find the body. I think he digs up the wrong grave or something. Yeah, the like drunk that. guy digs up the wrong ga- grave because he's hammered and he's in there. He breaks into the uh, the hospital and he finds the wrong like he takes the wrong folder and then he steals the wrong body and this guy goes up to some forge which is okay whatever and he and he throws this thing in and. It's like throwing like five yeah, pounds yeah, right. of a pillow. Yeah, like right. this thing flies into the thing. I was like, wow, this guy's really strong. Yeah, he's like the Hulk or something. <laughs> it's just so great. And then he's like, there, done. But then, but, he, but then, then the guy obviously uh, starts chasing him again. He starts laughing at him because he's the wrong. Yeah, guy. yeah. We get like a lot of superimposed the faces. Ghost faces. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a car chase, and he starts shooting at the car, and like you know to kill him. Oh, the- so weird. And that's where like yeah. Well, that that's actually a different time. That's before. Yeah, yeah, that was before. He's yeah, yeah. driving this car, and that like, was that was to get was was that to get to the forest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, yeah. well, first he confronts the doctor, saying, "Where is the guy's yeah, thing?" Yeah. Well, this guy's driving, and then there's like a wall in the middle of the desert. Like, did you see that? Where, yeah, yeah. Like, the guy's driving, and they're and they're like in some construction area, and there's just like a brick wall, like Roadrunner put it up. And I'm like, what the hell is this? You know? And then he, he crashes the car, but he lives, and then. Then he goes and burns the body, but it's the wrong one. Then, then the guy chases him, and he does the rail, a total railing kill. Yeah, Just right. total, like, oh, just flips yeah. over the railing and dies. And you're like, okay, well, whatever. So that guy's dead. And then the, 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 the black nurse is really schmoozing the guy, and they've now become boyfriend-girlfriend. So she's like, oh, what a pretty bracelet. And then he's like, oh, well, here, you can have it because, you know, we're, we're in love now. And then uh, so now she has it on. And now the lady, now Sherry comes in to kill him again. Yeah, yeah. But then she grabs the knife from her, and then Sherry sees the bracelet, and she's like, oh, my God. And then she leaves. And it, it's very kind of like, okay, there's a lot put in here just to keep things going. Yeah, right, you know? just to keep it going, like, to, just to make it so it's like 90 and minutes. At, and then at some point, the, the black nurse is showering, and we get full frontal of her. And yeah, you're like, yeah. Oh, not full uh, frontal, but, you know. Topless. Topless, and you're like, wow, she, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, so then like... Sherry's talking to her boyfriend, and like the voices start coming out. And then you find out that the guy, I think this, the deal was that he didn't actually, he was saved, but he had to get a heart operation. And that's when he told her that she was the one that mm-hmm. was going to take it over. And then he actually died during the operation. Right. Anyway. So, like, so then, you know, oh, okay. And then somehow or another, like, Sherry's, like, you know, doing her thing or whatever. They find out, the girls find out, the two other nurses uh, decide that they're going to go to the uh, grave and yeah. burn the guy. I forgot how well, how was it that they found out? Who was it that told them that to, to go and do that? That was the only way to No, I think the 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 running back was like, "Oh, my my Haiti nurse or my Haiti grandmother who is the voodoo priestess yeah. says you have to destroy the body." And that That's was, right. Like he kind of pulls it all together and they're like, "Well, let's do that to save Sherry." And I'm like, "Well, those are good work friends cuz I don't think any of my work friends would do anything to save me." Yeah, exactly. I mean, including putting the brake on their car. I think yeah, they would. Right. They wouldn't even slow their car down to save me. They don't care. Uh, so back in the seventies, I think coworkers. Well, speaking of brakes, thank you for fixing my brakes. No, you're anyway, welcome. Yeah. So, you know, speaking of, uh, uh, you know, so coworkers back back then must have. They were a lot, lot nicer. They were nicer because now they just step on you as they're climb, even, climbing the ladder. Even though I had some nice coworkers at the factory of anyway, yeah. but anyway, yeah, I digress. So like, so while that's going on. The two girls are going to go to the graveyard because they're like, you know, they know something's going on and then Sherry's like, you know, out of her mind or whatever, you know. So they're going to go to the graveyard to burn the body of the guy. That way she'll be okay. And then the boyfriend goes to Sherry's house looking for her. And then he's like looking through the house and he's like trying to find her and blah, blah. And then they're always, they're intercutting between the girls in the graveyard and him. They're trying to build tension. Yeah. It's so, so weird too. They're like, I don't know. So they find they finally find the grave, and they're ready to burn it. Well, in the meantime, the guy like goes into the bathroom. He goes, "Sherry, where are you?" All of a sudden, she comes out of the bathtub, and she's got blood all over her. She's got like two meat she's cleavers. She's swinging double cleavers. I'm like, "Wow, <laughs> this is weird." She's, and she's swinging double D's too, as well. Double, double yeah, cleavers, double gigantoids. So mm-hmm. like, and she puts a cut into the guy, but then like you know they finally they burn the body, and then like I guess she like passes out and she's okay. Yeah. 
And then the la- and then towards the last scene is like the guy. I guess he's talking to a psychiatrist again. Yeah, yeah, they're back in the. And you're like, okay, this is what is this wrap up time? But and then like the big the la- reveal. The bad last scene is like, like, like Nurse Sherry's like in the night house. Yeah, yeah, because at this point they're not gonna let her like walk free. You can't just kill people and be free. Yeah, exactly. So that she's yeah. such, and she has that the classic straight jacket. Yeah. You know, padded walls thing. Yeah, yeah. You're like, right. okay, yeah. Yeah. So we did we did not even talk about the most famous scene in the history of cinema where which one was that? Where she, the the actual possession where she's laying there, the doctor leaves. Oh, we forgot she's about laying that in scene. the bed. Like this, the, one of the one of the oh my second God, scenes how could we? is very provocative and very like yeah. she's laying in bed after the doctor leaves. This is before she was officially possessed, and uh, an entity comes in and basically like rapes her not rapes her but well I guess so you know well what, 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 what enters how? her th- through yeah through her yeah, whatever her body through her lady bits <laughs> and yeah like, and, wow. and, 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 and our and our like evil evil entity is basically like a little cartoon a little green cartoon that looks like Mr. Yuck I was like of. what am I watching the, the, the wizard like I was like this is an acid trip or something because it's really like it's funky like, and 70s and acidy you it's, know, like, like, it's like Mr. Yuck invades <laughs> her body he does <coughs> but anyway oh Mr. Uh, Yuck you've saved us all from poisoning so often I'll give you a pass right, on that's right that's the one. infamous scene I could we forget that yeah that's when she gets possessed she's just laying in bed after that's when you're like my god this woman has gigantic breasts <laughs> Like that's when you notice it, cause yeah. like she's laying there, and you're like, are those two, like, what, are, what's going on here? What, are, like, two cannonballs, uh, right. one on each side of her body? You're like, this is weird. Well, in, in in the uncut version of the movie, she had just finished like with her boyfriend, so she was like, yeah, she was just finished right. like being with her boyfriend, <clears throat> so she was like, you and know, like, re- yeah, I'm gonna relaxing. Be so now here comes Mr. Yuck. He's like, I'm gonna go pick up some champagne. And my, <laughs> Mr. Yuck, hey, I'm here for sloppy seconds. <laughs> so. Yeah, I forgot. And yeah. she's yeah. And, and the What's version, it? the other version, which I'll give you, is a lot more. Oh yeah, probably. It's a lot. Shows a lot more. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. That was a that was a big <laughs> miss scene in the movie. How, but how yeah. could you have? How could you have make it, made that choice? That's my other thing. How did you make the choice to give me the the clean version? I I I can't wrap my head was, around you know, it. Here's what happened: because the the the, uh, the unedited version is on a DVD. I uh-huh. gave you a version that I had of a file that I did. Oh, okay, all right. I, I was like, how how did that choice and get I was made? Just guessing. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's I, I'm, okay. My bad. It's okay. So, so sad. Yeah, uh, it was it was a fine story. Um, this one felt. Very seventies to me. Not oh, just God, from yeah. not just from the like everything about the fashion, it. The fashion, the, the that lady's apartment yeah, looks yeah, like Liberace was <laughs> like, this is a little bit too gaudy for me. Send it to Sherry, yeah. and they put it up. You know, it's, like, it's crazy. Like the colors and and the and the it, it, it could hurt. It was wild, you know. Um, It'll come back. I uh, you know I I thought it was a fine movie. It was. A good I, movie. I enjoyed it. It was pretty fun, pretty funny. You it know. was a good movie, and of course, you know, the, you know, the unedited version's even better. Yeah. So what uh, do you? I'm gonna well, just because you know me and I'm an idiot, I'm gonna just because it's just me, I'm gonna give it like an eight because it's me. Yeah. You know, somebody else might give it like a seven or something like that. <laughs> well, not, I am somebody else because I'm giving it a seven. It's not uh, a great movie, but as far no, as the, as far as the Adamson. You know, thing. Yeah, it's one of the better ones. The only thing that was a bit cheeseball was like that stuff in the beginning with that guy doing that. But it, it it's part of the story, so you can't. Even though it's like, okay, whatever. You know, with the guy trying to resurrect the body. Yeah, well, that's, that's how the, the possession thing. Yeah, happened. I was gonna say it, it's all part of the story, so like, it does tie in. You know, even though it's like. Mm, I mean, it, like, again, it was originally supposed to be like a nurses movies, and then they added the horror to it. You know, so of course, then you have to add. Like a a reason. One of the funniest things about the whole movie was during the operating scenes, these guys are using gloves that are just like, they're like gloves that you wash your dishes with back in the 80s and 70s and 80s. Playtex living gloves. Yeah, yeah, like those gloves that people used to use gloves when they were washing dishes. See, there was a time when people actually washed dishes. um, I still do. And, uh, you know, and they used these like big yellow gloves. Now, these were like brownish and greenish, but they were obviously not doctors you know no. surgery stuff it was funny no, so a, there you have it pretty if you're in for a, a pretty fun time just go check out the possession of nurse it's it's sure. on it's the, well the edit <coughs> excuse me the edited version is on youtube as hospital of terror one of its many names so <laughs> you can find it as hospital terror nice all right there for you go free. well we're going to go to a trailer break and we come back oy vey Stay back, I got a chainsaw! Uh-oh. 
It's so scary, we dare you to see The Monsters Crash the Pajama Party, the first movie ever filmed in horror vision, Hollywood's latest miracle. You'll scream as fiendish movie monsters actually become alive, then crash right out of the screen, go into the audience, and carry screaming girls from their seats right back into the picture to become part of the movie. We warn you, horror vision is not 3D. The movie monsters become real flesh and blood. Be sure to see The Monsters Crash the Pajama Party in horror vision and color. Why don't you come on down to the concession stand? Boy, I tell you what, while we're in intermission right now, before that next great movie comes up, we got all kind of food down here. I want to tell you something. While it is intermission time, uh, Mr. Douglas, he's the man in charge here, he told me, he said, stop calling it a stand and start calling it the, the uh, Skyland Drive-In Cafeteria. Well, it's whatever you want to call it. So come on down to the Skyland Drive-In Cafeteria. That sounds sort of funny, doesn't it? I think it's a stand out here. We got all kind of good food. Concession stand. Concession cafeteria. Which one should we call it? If you're in favor of, uh, let's see, cafeteria, blow your horn. If you're in favor of concession stand, blow your horn. Well, Mr. Douglas, it seems like the horn won there for the concession stand. <laughs> hot, crispy French fries, always hot, fresh, and delicious with a large cup of ketchup on the side. Mm-hmm. we got your favorite candy down here, too. Baby Roo, Zagnut, Zero, Chicken Dinner, Bit of Honey, Snickers, Milky Way. All of them are only 15 cents. That's right. If you love good, cold, soft drinks... I tell you what, we got them fresh from the fountain, Coca-Cola. We got Fanta orange grape and strawberry. And don't forget that we got Sprite, too. Delicious coffee and hot chocolate. And we got iced tea for all you iced tea lovers out there. Hot dogs, only 25 cents. Delicious barbecue sandwiches, only 30 cents. And boy, they pack that barbecue on there, too. Hot buttered popcorn is only 10 cents a box. Come on down to the concession stand and enjoy yourself. That movie's coming up here in just a few more minutes. Let's have some more music. Hey, baby, this is Buffman Jack here, and I want to tell you about Phantom of the Paradise. It's a movie, man, and it's out of sight. It's about a cat who sells his soul for rock and roll. It's a horror story. It's a love story. It's a comedy, all rolled into one phantasmagorical flake. So take it from the Wolfman. Get down with the Phantom of the Paradise. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. <laughs> Everybody be cool. You be cool. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Life sucks. It does? Yeah. But you know what makes life better? What's that? The creature feature with oh. Doc and Clown. You're right. Hey, you know, you bring up a very, very good point. Uh, when you're feeling down, you know, why don't you just go over to YouTube and in the search bar, just type in uh, creature feature with Doc and Clown. Yeah. It'll make your day brighter, because it's us, showing yeah. you, presenting you an old-style creature feature, uh, you know. Yeah, from like the olden days with cool movies. We're like a ray of sunshine in your dark, miserable, horrible life in your mother's basement. Yikes. Grim. But we also have lots of other stuff. Uh, you know, like we found some old public uh, access shows that I used to do, and... There's all kinds of wacky stuff going on there. There's Darth Vader dancing with Ultraman. So it's not just creature features. There's all kinds of exciting stuff. And hey, while you're doing that, go on the internet, go on to Facebook, and join the uh, Creature Feature with Doc and F Clown uh, Facebook page. Hell yeah. It's fun for the whole family. You'll be glad you did. Thank you. Describe what Marcellus Wallace looks like. What? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. Black. Go on. He's bald. Does he look like a bitch? What? Does he look like a bitch? No! Then why are you trying to fuck him like a bitch, Brett? I didn't. Yes, you did. Yes, you did, Brett. You tried to fuck him. And Marcellus Wallace don't like to be fucked by anybody except Mrs. Wallace. No, I don't know what movie it was. Oh, okay. 
I don't know what movie it's from, but so it was. That, so that was a, Ezekiel. That Ezekiel. Yeah, Ezekiel's from another movie. Oh, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, All right, we'll so we'll find out and we'll tell you next time. So yeah, I don't know if you want to call it a concession stand or a concession cafeteria or a, or a concession you know, to oasis uh, of restaurant tours. I don't know. Anyway, hey, we're back. This is we're, we're back at the Skyland Drive-In, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Oh, what a great promo! I'm glad you found that. Oh my yeah, god, that's so crazy. I miss it. You know, I I put a lot of stuff in the middle section area and left about you know maybe ten to fifteen minutes. And there's a reason. That's way too long. That, that is way too long. I chose something that, on the surface, I was like, this is going to be epic. Not so much. It's called Russian Terminator, or Russian Ninja. Ninja. And, it, and this thing was actually out on video in the 80s. I saw the video oh box. And it, and I looked at some reviews, and some people actually like have like fond memories. So Kind of like I have fond memories of Al Adamson movies. Some, some young whippersnappers have fond memories of, Rus- oh. of renting... Russian Terminator. Yeah, I did glance over my notes and I did miss something from the last one. Uh, from Nurse Sherry? Yeah, from Nurse Sherry. I was like, oh yeah, uh, Jesus Christ, the Three Stooges dig up a corpse. Because oh, it was, right. when they were trying to dig up that corpse, it was like a Three Stooges skit. They're like, okay, so this is Russian Terminator. Yes, Russian Ninja. 1989's. This is a very. I don't. This is a movie made in Denmark, by the way. I don't usually say this and I because I usually I got lost and never could find it again like I don't know what the hell this movie was trying to say or do or whatever like it was so kind of disjointed I didn't know what the hell I was watching here. <laughs> I didn't know what the hell the idea was. I know that 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 this guy in a limo, a very old seventies limo, hired him, hired this guy who looked like a, a a Wolfman Jack but with white hair, to to go up against the best for something. And then there was people that wanted papers, and there was somebody held hostage. This was this might be top five worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> And that's saying something, because I've seen a lot of bad movies, and I'm trying to think, what was worse? Because I, I even said, was, is this the worst movie I've ever seen? No. No, no. no not even close. Got to be top five. If not five, top ten. Uh, this uh, was a pile of garbage. I didn't know where the hell this was going or why I should care. And I didn't know who these people were. Like, they just kind of faded in and out. You didn't even know who you were looking at. Like, the only guy you recognized was the dude with the big Wolfman Jack white hair. Because he had Wolfman hair, you know? You're like... He looks a bit of like Wolfman Jack and George Lucas. I don't know. There's yeah, a little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so much on. of the gobbler going on. Yeah, right. The, the turkey <laughs> the neck. But, but everything else. Well, now, what... What are your impressions of this movie? Other than... Here's huh? A, here's a problem with this movie. The blonde daughter... Was a Playboy Playmate of the Year. She didn't even get naked in this movie. That's a big problem right there. You she know? was a Playboy Playmate of the Year. Helga wow. something or other. Yes, yeah, she was. She was Miss Denmark, and she became Playboy she Playmate wanted, of the she Year. She wanted to be known as a serious actress, yeah, but not in this movie. Bad news bears for her, cause yeah, uh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I guess a ninja movie made in Denmark—that's kind of like not, you know, there's something wrong with. Well, that. they have good martial arts there, but. Do well, they really have good yeah, martial yeah. arts? I thought they were just kind of like navel gazing all the no. time. No, and, you know, they okay. and, and again, I we get love it. the Danish, by the way. I get and it, their, but and their, and, their and their desserts are just fabulous. Yeah, but beautiful women. The too. the writing, the script was one of the clunkiest things I've ever heard. Like the writing <sighs> was just like, yeah, so we better go do that, and then the other guy would say. I think you're right, yeah? And then the other guy would say back, okay, so, well, we'll do that then. And the guy would reply, yep, let's go. I can trust you. And they, they, like, the sentences were almost independent of each other, trying to say, let's go. You think the problem is that we're trying to make an uh, American-style movie and it just didn't work out, you know? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I was watching it like, what in the hell is going on here? And... We've watched messes before. It was Operation yeah. Las Vegas yeah. comes to well, mind. At least that was you know. funny and bad. That's the thing. It says, <laughs> this this was wasn't like, even funny. Like it was just. It was. It was actually like in Operation Las Vegas. Some of the people were so like grungy and like they said such stupid things that you had to laugh. And in this one, the people are kind of like the women are kind of pretty. 
You know what I mean? The the one bad girl was kind of pretty. The good girl was pretty. The the dudes are just like regular guys, except for you know, uh, you know the the well, silver, you know, or Charlie Rich, the silver fox, or whatever, you know. Charlie Rich. Oh my god. Because <laughs> because you know, uh, we're, we're behind closed doors, once she lets her hair hang down, you know. The only I mean? reason I know Charlie Rich is because uh. The local library has a bookstore, yeah. and they have two milk crates full of records, and the records are 10 cents each. So <laughs> I, every time I go in there, I flip through them, because you never know. I found ACDC there, yeah. but there was a block of Charlie Rich in there that has been there for like two years, oh my and it's God. all his hits, because it's every album he's ever yeah, done. Yeah, and now yeah. that you say that, I was like, this guy is Charlie Rich, you he's know? Charlie Rich. He's a Danish Charlie Rich, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. behind behind closed doors. When we get down, then she makes yeah. me feel like a man or something yeah. like so that. So if you uh, if you want some Charlie Rich stuff, hit up the local library. I will, I will. And I'll, 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 hey, I've been working on my turntable. I've, I've I've found all these cool tricks now to make your record sound better, like get rid of the surface noise and all. For that. ninety cents, you'll have everything he's ever done. And and love it. Yes. And love it. But at any rate, um, uh, yeah. So uh, you know, I read. I actually. <laughs> This is pretty sad. After watching it and being feeling the same way as you did, I actually was read and tried to find some reviews to see if maybe I missed something while in between bouts of sleeping or like looking away this or checking the clock and seeing how much time was, was left on this movie. It was hard to get through this movie. Not only that, but the problem too was it was a, it was a kind of like a fourth generation, so it was real soft. So not only is it boring, but it has that soft, hazy it's look to mud. it. It was watching mud smeared across the. Vaseline on top of mud on top of a bad VHS copy. Yeah. yeah. There, I was, and I, I tr listen. I don't want to be, you know, always bashing movies because I don't usually. We're very, actually, we're very favorable towards m most of these B movies. I couldn't find anything to like about this movie. I couldn't find anything to care about this movie. Uh, there was a couple I, of know. things that laughed at the end when the when the ninja takes his ninja mask off and he starts to that dubbed voice that they were trying to do Arnold imitation. I actually laughed during like, that scene. Well, like, and that's like she's like she's holding a gun on him, which we've seen this ninja kick guns out of everyone's hand. Up, oh, nope, take off your mask. Why? Who yeah. care? Like, wh who cares? Look at his face after you shoot him if you really care that much. I was expecting him to be like some, you know, like rough-looking robotic. It's just some regular dude. The guy we know. saw across from the photo shoot by the Lamborghini. That was the ninja. And, and, and he I, knew who the and, ninja And also, that scene at the end with the helicopter fight, I thought they were going to be like way up in the sky and go, oh my God, look, they're having a helicopter fight. And that's why they're showing like this because they can't show them how high up they are. And then all of a sudden, when he pulls the guy down, he's going to fall like 100 feet. No, he falls 10 feet to the ground or 8 feet. It was oh. like... That's it. Yeah, and we're not we're not talking about the plot because we're not. That, why bother? The, the plot is that like this guy at the beginning is telling like uh, the Silver Fox, you know, Charlie Pride, or Charlie Charlie Rich. I'm sorry, Charlie Pride was a different guy. <laughs> anyway, he's Gay telling, Pride. We're telling Gay Pride. About Charlie Pride was the black country singer. You know, Charlie Rich was the Silver Fox. Anyway, he's telling them that if we did Charlie Rich and and, and Charlie Pride, they should they should have done a duo. Rich and pride. Rich and pride. Pride. Pride and rich. Pride, pride and rich. rich and pride. I guess. Pride to be rich or rich Charlie squared. Rich and pride. This time it's personal. Anyway, he's he, he's gonna blackmail him by like saying, "Hey, if y'all need you to to watch my daughter for some reason, because there's a ninja guy out there, and if you don't do it, Ugh. I've got this gun of yours, and I'm gonna <laughs> blackmail you with it. And if you help her out, I'll give it back, and we'll be good. And I'm with the police or the government, and the guy's like." Okay. Okay, I'll take your money then. I'll take your since money. Since I have no choice. And then they're like, oh, we, we see this guy either get beat up or do nothing like 90% of the film. Yeah. Oh yeah he does nothing. In the middle of the film, he gets a call from his employer and gets fired. Like, <laughs> we watched our star get fired for the job we're watching him do. And we're like, I fire <laughs> you too. Oh, get out of this film. <laughs> well, at the beginning, we find out that not only was he like a uh, a covert or whatever uh, operative or whatever, but he's also a fashion photographer. Whatever. Yeah. So he's like taking cut that smoke. Okay, not so much smoke. Okay, <laughs> cut <laughs> that cut that smoke now. Okay, yeah, cut that smoke. Okay, Inga, work it, Inga. Make it make it work for me now with okay, my camera. Moving closer, you you yeah yeah yeah. So, cut that uh, smoke. Yeah, he's Ugh. a fashion photographer, so he's protecting, and the daughter is like this. Play with play me. She's beautiful, blonde, you know, like all the Scandinavian women are. And then we find out that her boyfriend or somebody's gotten like kidnapped by the the, the evil duo, which is another very good-looking woman and uh, her sidekick or whatever. So it's like, yeah, it's all big plot, and they they're kidnapping her because they want the papers. 
that her dad has to do something or other, which I don't think we ever explained. So that's basically the whole story. He has to go and save her, and then the Russian Terminator, which is like a guy in a ninja who's a ninja, shows up every once in a while to kick somebody's ass or whatever. Then he goes away. But they don't know back. if he's good or bad, and they don't know who he's working. Who's he working for? Eh? I don't know. That's the thing we need to find out. Yes, you're right. We should find that out. Well, he's a ninja, that's for sure. Okay, won't you? Thank you. And then that's the end of the scene. Like, yeah. Ah, that that is like everything oh and then and then and the other thing about this movie the reason they call it the russian terminator is because there's two scenes in the movie which imitate the terminator the beginning i think and the bar scene the at tech the noir end. they try to do that everyone tries to rip off the tech noir scene yeah. from terminator because it was very suspenseful it was very classic uh, that in the cop scene yeah terminator the original terminator if you haven't seen it my god go see it it's a it's a sci-fi classic but there's a technoir scene where she's trying to hide. She doesn't know who's trying to kill her yet. And that scene's very cool and, and, and well shot. And then there's the cop scene where basically the Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger, drives his car through a cop station and murders everyone in a very robotic uh, how a Terminator would. And it's one, these are two of the most iconic moments in film, in that, in that uh, genre anyway. So most every one of these tries and fails miserably because it's they were big budget things for yeah, what it was, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. this is not a big budget. This movie, they probably they probably cost less to make this movie than their sherry, I think. It looks like it. Maybe. I don't know. Looks like this cost like 50 bucks or something. Yeah. <laughs> they, they had a lot of squibs. The gunfight was weird and the choice of weapons for every... That if one of the other things is I know quite a bit about guns. I've lived... I've shot them my whole life. I've lived for, lived with them my whole life, you know. They chose wrong guns for wrong situations at every turn. Like they go, they're going to storm this castle, and this and our hero, you know, Charlie Rich, takes a shotgun, which is a close quarters fighting gun. And then, and then sometimes he has this big chrome forty-five pistol that is just not the right. Guns are very specific, can be very specific for what the job they're supposed to do. You know. Yeah. And they were not choosing the correctly, like so. I'm like, I don't. I had doubts this guy was really the best, because that that guy that hires him is like, okay, that there's this Russian Terminator or Russian Ninja, so they sent their best. So yeah, I'm sending you. And I'm like, I don't think you chose correctly, but no. Maybe if if this would have been a better copy. Maybe what I would have given it one point higher, because it would have been a little more watchable. <laughs> Maybe if this is a better one. copy, I would have given it one point. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I could have seen that. There was a one scene where, like, the main girl is, like, in a hot tub. You know, hot tub. And it would have been nice to have seen her a little clearer. You know? That was funny when they were fighting in that room. And basically, their their heads were almost hitting the top. Yeah. Like, they're, like it was, like, one of those spa rooms or sauna rooms, which is, they are very small because, obviously, you're trying to create steam and, and yeah. the smaller the better. But these two guys are fighting in it, eh? And they, which become friends right after they beat each other up for some reason. And the, the the ceiling is like an inch above their heads. It's just so funny to see them like fighting in this in this area, you know. Yeah, this isn't a good movie. It was bad, man. And I had like a lot of aspirations because sometimes these things are very funny and 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 cool. Like they're they're almost they meant they're meant to be one thing, but they're better because you laugh at them and they're funny and cool. You nah, know. No, not this one. No, not this one. It missed on everything. It didn't have enough exploitation. It did have some exploitation elements, but it didn't have the right ones. And ninja stuff is cool. It's cheesy at the end, yeah. Yeah. But it just was ponderous all throughout the and there's no and, and it's just a there's there's no reason to even talk about yeah. the plot. Whatever. It was it was a it was a slog trying to get through this. It was And it's a night at eighty minutes it was pain. It was a little and bit that's a, little, sh- little bit of pain. A little it, bit, not yeah, much. And you just, a little bit. I mean I couldn't stay focused. No. I tried and tried and I'm find myself playing Candy Crush on my phone and just and, and like just ah, better go feed the cats I got time you know whatever <laughs> yeah, right. you're not going to miss anything because nothing's going on it's just very no. uh, yuck it wasn't a, it was bad but it wasn't a good bad if that makes any sense exactly it so was, I, it, it gets a 2 bad. in my book same with me. It would have yeah, gotten okay. a three if you would have seen some, you know. It would it would it would have given you a bit of well Denmark's best. Yeah, <laughs> Danishes. All right. Yeah. So that's there. You have it. I mean, honestly, Nurse Sherry, very fun movie, very seventies. Uh, 
you should watch like the van and that like back to back. You would be seventies ripping. Yeah. Put on a leisure suit, drink exactly. some champagne, and go I'm with it. Drunk. I've had champagne. I okay. did too when you I was did when too. I was Good when you. I was a young teen. Good for you. We stole a six pack of of champagne out of That's a amazing. farmer's uh, open. They they have open springs. Yeah. And we we got it. There it wasn't locked up good enough, so. You opened it. You jimmied it Boom. open. No, it was. It was like it was just open. It was just like the thing. I, I, yeah, I drank champagne. I had a drive, and it was terrible. That crap. <laughs> there's a reason it's not around anymore. No. We should no. bring it back, man. We should re- we, we should, should brand like, it. No, we should. Yeah, that's what I was saying. We should we should like buy their secret recipe and like just reintroduce champagne to the world. They'd be like, no, we don't want that. Anymore. We're the champagne of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So go see Nurse Sherry or Hospital of Terror. Hospital of Terror or Black Voodoo or the Possession of Nurse Sherry or, uh, you know. We're going to say give uh, give Russian Terminator a skip. It's it's, it's Or Russian Ninja. Beware, or Russian Ninja. Beware yeah. of Russian Terminator Beware. or Russian Ninja. Um, sorry, guys. Can't, can't, uh, can't, can't recommend that can't, one. Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't be prudent. As lenient as I am in my in my numbering systems, no way. No. So, all right, that's no. it for this week, and uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week with more shenanigans and whatnot and goings on. Yes, that too. Those things and more and other lies. Am I bugging you? No means I bug you. Honey.